Hello everyone and welcome to the 17th episode of The Untamed Rant. Woo. I am The Untamed Scribe and as always with me is the slightly broken Mr. Crowley. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> In this episode, we're going to be talking to you about horror and half-breeds. Not at the same time, but that's what we're going to do. <laughs> that's what you voted on. Yeah, so we're going to start with horror. I yes. it's the best way to go. Horror is the best way to go. <laughs> is it? Wait, what are we saying? <laughs> where, where should we start with horror? Um, well, I feel like we should talk about... Direct this conversation because I will tangent a lot. <laughs> I know it happens so often. <laughs> I try to keep us on track. We get derailed. It's fine. <laughs> this is horror, so um, I <laughs> I think we should probably start with uh, taking horror and and mixing it into whatever campaign you're doing, whether that's D and D or Pathfinder or whatever, because I think. The best thing to do with horror is, in terms of gaming, because that's what we talk about. Puppy. <laughs> yeah, is to try to incorporate it in your game because it makes it makes everything way more interesting in terms of you know we've talked about writing before, we've talked about um, character development, all of those things. All of those things can be affected by horror, and I really love being at the table when something really spooky and crazy happens, and then everybody's like, "What the fuck do we do?" <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that's where we should start in terms of putting it into your campaign. And it can be subtle, too. It doesn't have to be, like, this giant fuck-off horror canon. You don't have to do that. Unless you're playing a horror <laughs> yeah, campaign. That's true, that's true. Then it should be a horror canon. Then, yeah, but, you know, if you're not doing that. <laughs> okay. So, horror. Good ways to do horror. Turn the lights down. Mm-hmm. If you can reduce the lighting, that mm-hmm. helps. Um, if you're not recording or anything, spooky background music. Yeah. Just standard spooky music mm-hmm. with, like, the high-pitched, like, background weird noises, like, like the Halloween soundtrack. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, the doors creaking open and shit. <laughs> but, like, super low. Yeah. Like, even if you normally use music, use it lower than normal music so that those high high volume stuff is, like, just even slightly more accentuated so that you're, like... And then when it's utter silence, it's just like, is there music here? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and if you can get away with it... That's the best. Turn it up every now and then, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not so it's too loud, but, like, if they don't know you're turning yeah. it up... So good. Because I've done that before. I'm like, when did the music show up? Like like an hour ago. (laughs) Um, And once they notice that, too, you can also, because even if they know you're doing it, it'll mess with their heads. You can, like, turn the lights down a little more. A little more. Mm -hmm. Switch to candles. Yeah. If you can do it in a subtle way, too, I think, I mean, I've definitely been a part of those those moments, and it's like, wait, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. And it's helping, I mean, as they say, set the mood or yes. set the tone. Um, it just gives, it just gives the game a lot more, a lot more use. You gotta remember that horror, not gore. Yeah. Not, not, yeah, yeah. not slasher. Yeah, you know, that's not what we're like, talking about. None of the classic horror movies you're thinking of, you need, or, like, in general, you need to think about, like, scenes in those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and just like like either hyper detailed or just like nothing. Mm-hmm. Like because then they'll focus mm-hmm. on certain things. Oh god, that's the best. <laughs> I've, I've done it too. Unnecessarily. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, you got to boost paranoia. Yeah, it's, um, it's really all about that. <laughs> but a key to horror is when they expect something to happen, let something happen, but nothing that they're expecting. Right. And when they don't expect something to happen, give them exactly what they've ex- been expecting. expecting yeah. <laughs> because it throws their time scale off and they don't know what's going to happen when or if they're right or if they're wrong. Are we Are we thinking about this right? I don't know. Just run. <laughs> and use their ideas. <laughs> yeah. Just use oh, them at so a different... when. Like, when they, like, if they think about something for an hour, and they're like, oh, it's gotta be this, it's gotta be this. Mm-hmm. Like, and then they stop, wait 20 minutes, and then make it that. <laughs> they're like, we were right! <laughs> and then the next time, make it something completely different. Yeah. They'll be like, were we right? <laughs> <laughs> that is probably the best in terms of, you know, as a character, mm-hmm. as, a, as a player at the table, not a DM, but as a player at the table, that's probably the best, because... Like, you want to figure it out, but then you're like, wait, are we wrong? Like, oh, God, guys, like, we really got to figure this out. And then it just, like, group-wise, you start thinking about some random ideas that it could be, and you're throwing all this stuff out there, Mm -hmm. but, like, you feel like, oh, God, we're on a time restraint. It's like, I I don't know, I love, like, getting down to the wire kind of feeling, and, and, like, people thrive off of that. So it's just like, oh, like, we can do this. (laughs) And do all the normal things you do to scare your players. Yeah. Just more often. Because yeah. you just got to get the heightened adrenaline, like, when you roll randomly to make them think something's happening. Yeah. Like, do that any time they get stuck trying to decide something or not going anywhere. Because yeah. they're going to be like, oh, shit, the monsters found us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even if there's no the monster, monster Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was that? Nothing. Evil nothing. smile. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Don't worry about it. Um, and use all the horror tropes. Yeah. They're there for a reason. You're like, oh, that's corny. But it's not. Uh, when everyone is afraid, exactly. you go, the lights flicker. flicker. And everyone shits their pants. <laughs> <laughs> they don't go, well, that's oh, that's stupid. That always happens. Oh, no, they're like, fuck, it's here. <laughs> <laughs> this is when we die. <laughs> oh, I'll be right back. Don't say that. That's how you, you're not coming yeah. back now. You're going to die. <laughs> yep. That one NPC, I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> yep. So those work for a reason. I don't care how corny they are. It, 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 tried and true, people. Tried and true. Right. Like, in the moment, it's way different than when you're talking you about, about it, it out of yeah. the moment. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so steal from horror movies all the time. Yeah. So good. It is. It's the best. And mess with them. So, like, if you're doing, like, I don't know, like a Monster of the Week style campaign. and they're I love, they, yeah. You can love make it. them think they're hunting a vampire. It's true. But then it's something And make them different. so paranoid about getting attacked by a vampire. The closer they get to it, like, the more worried they get. And then make it not a vampire. Right, yeah. Especially, Jesus, excuse me. <laughs> it's a choke on my words. <laughs> Especially in D&D, where they're in, like, just the monster manual. There's probably, I don't know, five monsters that could easily be mistaken for a vampire. Right. If you describe it right, like... Mm-hmm. Um, I think a specter leaves you, like, a shriveled husk. Yeah, that's true. And, like, if you go straight description, it's different, mm-hmm. but, like, don't. Yeah. Like, I just be a little more vague. Vague, yeah, like, I was gonna oh, say, it's they, all They're, like, dried up, like, 
like their fluids are gone, everyone will immediately yeah. jump to vampire. Yeah, yeah. Looks like they've been drained. Unless you're like, oh, they look like a mummy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's so many vampire movies too that they'd be like, it's a vampire. Yeah, right. I've, I've seen that one. <laughs> it's <laughs> we, that kind of vampire. <laughs> also, you know, we're in a castle. Vampire. Yeah. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, you're. It's a vampire. <laughs> wink, yeah. wink, Big wink. wink. Yeah. You guys nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> and then there go. It's not a vampire. And then because. You were too friendly with <laughs> yeah. them. But yeah, don't do that. <laughs> no, do that and then hand them more vampire hints. And then they're like, this is definitely a vampire, vampire. guys. I'm like, but, the, but you saw the DM wink. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, but guys, our characters definitely think it's a vampire. But then all the players are paranoid that it's not a vampire. <laughs> it's the best. I mean, I've been on the end of the table where it's just player and you're like, I'm questioning everything. And it's the best. And as a DM, been there when the players have done it. And it's the best. Nope. <laughs> like, and make sure it's quick. Yeah, yeah. Keep keep the pace. That's another thing for horror. Keep the pace. Yeah, if like, you don't keep the moving, like, keep like it moving. if you let there be like slow times in your normal Lulls, campaign, yeah. uh, in a horror campaign, makes like make something happen. Yeah, yeah. Like time crunch. Even like even not to avoid table talk, but like even to avoid over talking in character. Like we should do this. No, we should do this. Yeah. Like, like the floorboard creaks. <laughs> scatter, scatter, <laughs> scatter, guys, scatter! <laughs> Everybody runs. A bat flies by. Yeah. What does it mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, keep definitely keep the pace going. Um, because for horror, especially in my opinion, for horror, you want it to be like no, we're we're up here at a level like mm-hmm. par- paranoia, like you know, um, in terms of um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Do do do. Uh, adrenaline? No, not adrenaline. Uh, like a t- like, you know, priority. There you go. Yeah. Priority wise, like we need to get, we need to figure it out. Like we gotta go. Because, <laughs> I mean, we're human. You know, even as player characters ourselves are like, oh shit! Like we're out of time, and mm-hmm. everybody hates being out of time. Yeah. And if you're not used to horror, uh, watch some horror movies. If yeah. You're not used to running horror and want to. Um, the nice thing about horror is just dump on the tropes. Mm-hmm. Always, and, always. And don't plan. Yeah, don't. Just oh, be like, I'm... castle. What e- do you, yeah. Evildoer. Yeah. Type of evidence evildoer leaves behind. I, like, that's it. Yeah, And let really the don't... player's paranoia do all the work, work for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Because, a, like, yeah, like I'm that. stealing that idea. Yep. Not that one. That could come I'm into do- play. I'm doing the opposite <laughs> of that <laughs> idea. Yeah. And just make it work. Yeah, especially, I, I think that that's, horror is one of the ones that you can definitely get away with doing that. Yeah. It, like, you don't have to plan a lot, because, again, you know, you say to the players, okay, well, you know, this is where you start. You start in front of this castle, and this yep. is what you see. Yeah, you need, like, a villain. Go ahead. <laughs> you need a villain, a location, and, like, a list of tropes that you want to use, mm-hmm. and a list of, like, sensory things. Yeah. Like, descriptions I know are, like, should be big in D&D, but, like, exceptionally so. Like, instead of describing, oh, this room has, you know, a bronze statue of, you know, like, revealing the history of who built this place, you want to be like, there are spider webs in the corner, but that corner of the spider webs are broken. Like, yes, yeah. just little stuff like that. And it smells like salt water for some reason. Mm. Like, oh, and there's a couch in the corner. <laughs> right, right. 
The, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> a couch? <laughs> but like in a Is D- there anyone on the couch? <laughs> in a normal D&D game, if you were like, oh, there's a nice couch, it's got velvet cushions. Oh, yeah. Be like, there's a couch in the corner. Yeah. And if they're super paranoid about it, elaborate. Mm-hmm. If they're not, use it later. Yeah, don't. <laughs> um, yeah, horror can be really easy if you just let it... Let the adrenaline take the game away. It's one of those things where I would say, let it marinate on its own. Mm-hmm. Because it does. <laughs> and it can. <laughs> um, and if you're doing, like, a full horror campaign, you kind of... You should probably categorize it. Mm-hmm. Like, go Supernatural, or go, like, Lovecraftian Cosmic Horror. Yeah. Or, I um... I would definitely categorize it. I don't know, if you, you could do a just modern to, horror campaign. Yeah. Like, just to keep it easier on yourself. Yeah, like, you, <laughs> you don't need all the horror tropes. Right. <laughs> and that's the thing, too. As you mentioned earlier when we were talking about this when we started, mm-hmm. if you, if you you know, had, watch a horror movie or whatever, like we said, like, I don't think slasher gore movies, I think, like, true suspense horror movies, mm-hmm. like old school movies like that is The is old awesome. slasher films are good. Yes, If you watch, yeah. like, the first Halloween, uh, if you watch the, like, The Exorcist is good, mm-hmm. like, just, and don't steal the movie plot, mm-hmm. like, look at the plots, you, I mean, you could steal the movie plot, yeah. but, like, the scenes, mm-hmm. you can, like, plug and play a lot of those scenes, like, uh, and a lot of them are tropes, like coming down the hallway. Yeah. Like, the killer moves just as fast as you walking yeah. as you do running. Because mm-hmm. you trip and you're panicked and you're looking behind you, but yeah. it's always right there. <laughs> and something, this is, I, I mean, some people might consider it horror, I guess, maybe. It's more of a... a Thriller? I, I don't know. I, I will, to each his own, people. I don't know. Internet. <laughs> but... Uh, the, a great example that I'm going to bring up is Jaws. Because Jaws, when they were making that film, they uh, water movies, things go wrong with water mm-hmm. movies, they couldn't get the actual shark to, you know, mechanically work a lot of the time. So they ended up just... It broke down a lot. Yeah, it broke down a lot. And what they ended up doing was the, the sound. That... Da-na, da-na, like, people know that fucking sound yeah. wherever you go. And that's more suspenseful than actually showing the monster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do, and you can do stuff like that. You can, like, you can bring out an egg timer. Yeah. You can, like, just, like, put your hand on the table and be like... Yeah. And, like, don't even tell them what it is. Just start doing, doing it, it. Mm-hmm. until they start, and like, make it get louder and yeah. louder. Or, like, uh, just an omnipresent, like, heartbeat or yeah. creaks. Um, Sometimes, a soundboard would really help if you, especially mm-hmm. if you want to do like creaks, you can just like do one randomly. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, you just gotta spook them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, like I said, like the whole Jaws thing, like that sound, everybody fucking knows that sound. Yeah. And you don't have to show the monster. No. For it to be. To reveal the monster's monster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, and that's great. Definitely like. Keep that in mind for when you do it. If you want it to be subtle, if you want it to just be like balls to the wall, like this is horror, people, <laughs> then then do that. But I I, I find like like a, na- a a noise or a sound or something or like just subtle little things here and there is is more powerful half the time. More, more, also, probably more than half. The time. And there's plenty of monsters in the books that are creepy. Yeah, I'll, just all on their own. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to. You know think that you have to make your own monsters. Like, any undead easily can add to horror. Um, But, like, you can make golems. 
super creepy. Like, and not just flesh golems. Like, yeah. an old rusted, rusted iron golem, mm-hmm. like, could be creepy. Um, hags can oh, be yeah. super... A lot of the fey can be used super creepy. Right. Um, I love using those for any kind of horror scenario, really. Practically anything evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, like... Okay, not orcs necessarily, but, like, you could use a singular demon mm-hmm. to make something super, super, like, a super horror adventure. Yeah. Like, you don't need to go, like, full waves of demons. You could yeah. just be, like a, like, a single, like, shadow demon. Yeah, just one. Ooh, or, um, what are they called? Chitons? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the chain any... devils? Yeah, yeah. You can have the sounds of chains rattling. Awesome. Are they the chains on the devil? Are they chains hanging around the castle? Yeah, Who right. knows? <laughs> Spook. <laughs> Spooky. Um, and there's all kinds of resources out there, too. And I don't have it, but I want to get it. I guess GURPS. Mm-hmm. Um, their resource books are really good, even if you don't play GURPS. Um, and I guess their horror one is, like, exceptionally good. Mm-hmm. So I want to get that. If you want to play horror and want some ideas, I would get that. Yeah. Just for the for sure. generalization of it. Um, Great resource. Uh, in third edition, there was Heroes of Horror, which has some cool stuff. Um, they have classes that are, like, horror-esque. Like, I guess they're prestige classes. I don't know. It's been a while since I've looked at it. But, like, an evangelist, a monster hunter, like, that kind of thing. Um, they also include rules for what's called taint. Mm-hmm. Um, so you become corrupted by darkness, essentially, over time. Um, and your body will warp mm-hmm. and things will get weird um, if you're, like, doing an extended horror campaign. That, that could be really great, too, because, like, say, you know, oh, you think it's a one-shot and you start off in, like, this castle or whatever. And that possibly becomes mm-hmm. the beginning of the tainting process yep. or whatever ha- you know what I mean like there's so many ways to spin all that which um, is awesome and it also includes like monsters creepy monsters and locations like the one I always remember from that book is the gray jester mm. which is like this that sounds I think great. it's a fake creature <laughs> it's like this small jester mm-hmm. creature um that saps your emotions mm-hmm. and casts Tasha's hideous laughter on you like it's just so creepy yeah (laughs) and like turns you into like this walking husk of a human yeah like what so just got like they're not zombies they're alive but they might as well be zombies Mm -hmm. with like the joker grin plastered on their face so great yeah uh stuff like that is just super creepy also like for me I'm not a huge fan of, like, slasher movies and that kind of thing, but, like, if it creeps... I, I know. <laughs> but, it, like, if it if it creeps me out, then it can definitely creep somebody else out. So, yeah. as a DM, it's like, oh, yeah, I fucking... That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll maybe put that in there. <laughs> See yeah. how they do. <laughs> um, the Book of Vile Darkness is another good one. Uh, it's, like, super mature content, obviously, but it's got, like, stuff like cancer mages and, like, demon lords and, like spells that are messed up and like mm-hmm. magical items like there's a rod made out of sewn together tongues it's there's some dark stuff yeah. in there but it's if your group's okay with it there's some good resources in there mm-hmm. um for a horror campaign yeah um the other thing you want to make sure you do with horror too though is um make sure your table's okay with the spooks yeah 
And if anyone has any, like, panic attack-inducing fears, don't add, add those. those. Yeah, don't do that. Like, we're here for f- the fun spooks, not mm-hmm. not the I-need-my-inhaler. Mm-hmm. And, um... I'm never playing again. Yeah, like... <laughs> Let's not drive people insane. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know. Unless you're playing Call of Cthulhu. I was going to say, there's some... <laughs> but, like... Not in a literal sense. <laughs> like, be mean to your players, but don't be mean to your players. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's there to have a good time, so... Yeah, don't drive anyone away from the table. Make sure yeah. everyone's cool with it. Mm-hmm. Start slow. Like, we're going to do a spooky game. Everybody but... cool? Cool. <laughs> you guys want to go full spooks? <laughs> um, just, just give me a thumbs up if you do. <laughs> yeah, you know. And there's plenty of uh, methods that people have created over the, I don't know, recent decades, I guess now. Uh-huh. Um, like the X card that you can easily use to like make sure people have a way of letting you know too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I am going to have a heart attack. Yeah. Please stop. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you, you know. You're setting the tone, like, with the low Right, if you are super you're, successful. Oh, yeah. Like, it, like you know, you've got the atmosphere going, the music yeah. going. Like, if they, if they get sure really freaked out. Make sure people know they can tell yeah, you to stop. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you get a group who's, like, just all in for it. Yeah. Maybe drink less water so you don't pee yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but go for it if that's what you want to do. And that's what your group wants to do. Don't, don't do that, people. <laughs> don't pee yourself. I've never had anyone pee themselves. Yeah, I know, right? But then, you know, then again, everybody at the table knows what, like, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and they're okay with it. It's so easy to creep people out, though. Yeah, it is. It really is. Especially when you're playing D&D and everyone's imaginations are, like, kicked up to 11 already. Yeah. Like, I played a, like, a Cthulhu-esque game, but we didn't even get into the Cthulhu stuff. They just were investigating, like, this bunker entrance... That got unburied from the sand in Egypt. Mm-hmm. That was a Nazi bunker. Yeah. We're playing Cthulhu, so like I was kicking up the occult mm-hmm. Nazi stuff. So they were investigating it because someone had gone missing. And like, there was a couple zombies in there. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing. But it was dark. Mm-hmm. No power. Mm-hmm. Like... Just the deeper they went in, the less light there was. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah, in the middle of the desert, and, like, (laughs) so easy, like... They freaked themselves out. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, you hear thumping noise, because now the zombies are awake. Yeah. They're, like, they panic, because they're, like, oh, it's fucking zombie Nazis. Are they going to eat us? Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Because they were, like, a teacher and, like, a hacker, and they're there with, like... A backpack and a notebook. (laughs) Um, I don't want to die taking notes. (laughs) Yeah, but they're like, but no, like, they made their characters, they would want to be in a place like this, so they're like, freaking themselves out because they're like, we should leave. But also, I'm super curious. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. How far are we willing to go? I don't know! Like, I don't even remember describing, like, doing that much work <laughs> at the table. Yeah. I uh, just let them go with it. Yeah. That's you awesome. You know, and then later I introduced, like, they were on their way back to, in the city to, like, the lab, the person who, like, hired them. Um, and one of them spotted Amigo, which is, like, this fungus bug thing from another planet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the thing that cut you open yeah. in Brave New Worlds. I knew exactly uh, what you were One spotted them about. on yeah. the wall, and, like, I, was, I didn't 
they don't know what Mego are because no one reads Lovecraft like I do. So I was just like, it was this big, weird fly, but it's got like these mushroom eyeballs. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, now aliens? Like, <laughs> they were just like. Are they in charge? Yeah. They're controlling the zombies. We gotta go. <laughs> right? And I did it super simple because the Mego, like, will kidnap you and do all kinds of stuff. But I was just like, I just, like, this was just like a scout with like a camera. Mm-hmm. An alien camera, but it, and they like killed it, and I was like, it like it started to dissolve, and they're like panicking. Mm-hmm. They're like, why is it following us? What what's going on? What does it mean? Yep, yep. I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's great too, just in like D and D or Pathfinder, or the, you know, any tabletop game in general. I find that you know, as as players, it's like they're already gonna come to the table with a. Uh, a sense of, oh, well, what what are we doing? You know, like, they've got to question everything. Yeah. So then, you know, more uh, seasoned players, definitely you see it more, they're like, well, it could be this. Or it could be this, guys. Like, we yeah. really don't know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, you know, some some new players are just like, I don't know. I mean, what, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and it could be anything. <laughs> so, and, but there's always that, that, sense, uh, you know, the D- they question the DM all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And that's what they're supposed to do. The best, too, is, like, when you got, like, some newer players and a veteran player. But the veteran player, like, they've either, they either haven't seen everything in the books, which right. is hard. yeah. Unless yeah. they're DMs and they flip through the books regularly. Right, right. Or they have, and that's, that's a, like, it could be one of these ten things. Right, right. But you, like, if you get someone thinking that it's something... Mm-hmm. And the veteran player is like, no, no, like, I know, but my character has no idea. And, like, mm-hmm. they keep it to themselves and they're good about it, but eventually if, like, either you can get them to spew what they think it is, or they keep it in, when you reveal, like, the player next to them who is like, oh, is that is that the thing you thought it was? Like, what do we do now? And, he, and the other player's <laughs> like... No. no. <laughs> That's not at all what I thought this was. <laughs> because that'll just get the new player even more afraid. <laughs> it's like, I thought you knew what was going on. <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> all my ideas, gone. <laughs> it's so good, though. And that's, you know, that's part of the game. It's great, though, because all the players are just like... Oh, is it? No, no, that's not what I thought it was. Or, oh, that one time, like, maybe you throw in, like, yeah, you got it right. But then you're so wrong next yep. time. <laughs> That's why I like using, like, Lovecraftian monsters even in, like, regular D&D games. Because you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Like, no idea what's coming out of those. Mm-hmm. Um, They're fucked up. They're messed Right? Up. Like, uh, I haven't run this, and I probably would not have time to run this adventure. But an easy one. Zombies coming out of the water. Mm-hmm. Of fishermen that have gone missing. Yep. Okay. Cool. That could be like a million things, including yeah. just like a sea curse. But what if you start investigating it and there's these giant spine slugs mm-hmm. and these weird people called worshiping a giant slug god whose spikes turn people into zombies? No biggie. That completely yeah. derails every idea <laughs> <Yeah>. anybody had <laughs> if they've never seen Glocky. <laughs> Because that's what that, that's, that's what that, that is, Lovecraftian yeah. monster. He's a giant fucking spine slug 
and they do a ritual, and it, like, stabs you with a spine, and, like, through your heart, and then you die, and, and become a zombie. a zombie. It's like... No biggie. Wh- like, why? Cuz. Cuz Because Lovecraft. <laughs> there is no answer. <laughs> no. It's the best, though. Because, like, something like that would be like, oh, yeah, this could be something. Like, I would not, like, giant slug. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a zombie, guys. We gotta go. <laughs> Fucking run. <laughs> giant spine spears yeah. towards you. Like, God, that's all. That's horrifying. Horrifying, right? people. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the Lovecraftian, you can just create whatever you want with Lovecraftian monsters. Like, the lizard with, um,. A lemur's head, uh, a scorpion tail, and crab legs. Awful. That's just, I, I picture that. That's awful. Thanks, you're like, why? Thanks. Because. Because <laughs> it Cause can. Because it can. Glad we're on the same page. It spits spider webs. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Out of its lemur <laughs> mouth. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Oh my god. That's. That's. Not something I want to come across. <laughs> yep. Uh, so no, <laughs> don't Best put that in the campaign. Best part about that is you can just lead people with like spider webbed up people. Yeah, yeah. And then they like enter this thing and they hear like the click clack of the crab, crab claws, claws and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, it's a spider." And then it's not. And then it it's, reveals itself it is and it's fucking spider-like. terrifying, and they just want to die. Right. <laughs> Ugh, no because, like, the scorpion tail, you'd be like, oh, you know, it was bit. That's why it looks all poisoned and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. oh, there's the bite mark. mark. And eventually someone would be like, why is there only one? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a one-fanged spider. <laughs> I have but one claw, but no. beware. <laughs> it's a spider lemur crab scorpion. <laughs> Get wrecked. Yeah, I was just about to say, Get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> That's horror is the best, guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so even much just little can, bits. Yeah, of it. even just little bits here and there. It's so good. Get crazy, especially in fantasy setting. Yeah, like why wouldn't you? You I know. So, um, try to uh, use horror when you can mm. because it's have it's, some fun. Yeah. Do a Halloween special. Yeah. At table. Those, if those you don't normally best. do horror, do a nice Halloween special. Yeah, yeah, those are the best. Spooky adventure. I love those. I love the like, oh, it's a one-shot game. And then who knows? Maybe, you know, the players and you really enjoy it and you can create a whole campaign out of it. Because that's definitely a possibility. Just but... run Curse of Strahd, too. Yeah, there's... Oh, God, Ravenloft that... is gothic horror. horror. Yeah, that whole campaign is awesome. Uh, just, um... Ghosts, vampires, vampires. werewolves, <laughs> fog. <laughs> Death. <laughs> no sun. Don't worry about it. It's fine, guys. Yeah, it's fine. It's We're perfect. gonna survive! It's perfect. If you don't know how to run horror... Or where to start. Curse of Strahd. Yeah, you can definitely start there. For sure. That's a good place to start. If you if you just want to not have to... I, again, you can just... As simple as you're at a castle and this is what you find. Or if you don't want to even do that, you can just be like, Oh, look at this. All mapped out for me. Here you go, guys. <laughs> so. Yeah. Definitely worth putting into campaigns. Uh, the players, you know, if it's if it's done in a way where you're not, like we said absolutely making the players not want to come back to the table. It's it's awesome Defeats for the... Defeats the purpose. Yeah, it's awesome for the players, and it's awesome for you as a DM, because, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's the stuff you talk about. And then, you know, 
later on other games, it's like, oh, well, do you remember when this happened? Like, I don't want that to fucking happen again. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and if you want resources, the Gertz Horror Book, Heroes of Horror from Mm -hmm. 3rd Edition, I think you can get that, at least PDF, on the DMs Guild now. Mm-hmm. Maybe print on I demand. Think, I think that that's on. A lot of stuff is print on demand now. So like all the old Ravenloft stuff, you can probably get print on yep. demand. Like the mechanics aren't the same, but like mm-hmm. some settings. Uh, and then I think I believe it's out. Pathfinder has. I don't know if it's their. I think it's their ultimate series. Uh, ultimate horror. I. Or horror unleashed. They, they have a like horror that. source yeah, book. Yeah. Um, that needs to go on my shelf as well. But so definitely get it. Um, and pay attention to those horror tropes, because that will definitely... Just, just use them. Yeah. Use them. Definitely be helpful. Every cliche it's, that you want. It's the best. <laughs> they work so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, horror people, get on it. Yes. Uh, do you want to start with some half-breeds? Yeah, let's talk about half-breeds now. Let's do it. So... I don't know where to start with half-breeds. Um, well, we could just start with the regular player's handbook. Do you want to start by saying what we mean by half-breeds? Oh, I guess so, yeah, sure. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Minor detail. Uh, so, <laughs> when we're talking about half-breeds, we're talking about the, the half-races. Yes. The the hybrid species of D&D character. Um, half-elves. Mm-hmm. Half-orcs. Mm-hmm. Um... Those are the only ones with half in their name. At least for the general but, main thing. Main uh, races guy. But like, Tiefling. 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 Uh, Tiefling, once upon a time, was essentially half devil. Yeah. Uh, now they've kind of codified it, and we'll talk about that. Um, the Tiefling. Uh, Dragonborn we can talk about, although their, their half dragon is technically different. Right. Um, we can talk about half giants, mm-hmm. half dwarves. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Too. Um, but um, and then after we talk about a little bit about those, um, mm. uh, I've had some ideas about like mixing them up a little bit. Yeah, always um, a good call. That's what we try to do anyway. We usually try to talk about something like cool that. There's some cool ways to mix them up. Yeah, definitely. Uh. So lead, right. us, lead us fearless leader. <laughs> I'm the leader now? When did that happen? Uh, I only have one arm, and I can't keep track of anything on a regular basis with two arms, so... So just this week I became the leader, or... No, you've always oh. been the leader. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> Not leading, apparently. <laughs> that you know of. Yeah, right. Oh, great. Yep, in my mind, in my head, just leading me subtly, that's fine. Who's <laughs> the real leader? <laughs> Anywho. Um, so listeners, (laughs) (laughs) that's true. Uh, so, uh, just fifth edition Mm -hmm. right now, currently, uh, fifth edition, uh, just going to start basic half elf. Start there. Keep it simple. So half human, half elf. In case anybody didn't know. (laughs) I know, right? See. I, what, I what, don't, what's your, you sound like I you got a gripe. Like what's going on? I don't like 5th edition half-elf. Because? They're boring. Yes, I would agree. They're so boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only, okay, so, cool, they get um, ability score. They get charisma because they're elfy. 
And then you can do two other ability scores because they're half human. Okay, that makes sense. Cool, whatever. Yeah. But you can't you can't really play off of that after character creation yeah. that much. Not really. Um, they kind of build the fact that like half elves are supposed to be like. I don't know. Half-elves are weird. They have dark vision. They have fey ancestry. Cool. They're half-elf. Mm-hmm. And then they have all kinds... Of, like, their other features are like, oh, you can pick things. Like, uh, two proficiencies. Mm-hmm. And cool. skills, yeah. That's kind of cool. Like, okay, they're super versatile. But it's kind of like, oh, you get some cool elf stuff. Also, you're more versatile than humans. Right. Oh. Oh. Um. Great. <laughs> Don't be a human. Just be a half elf. Yeah. Live longer. You can see in the dark, and right? you get more benefits. <laughs> it needs plus one in all your ability scores when you have plus two of charisma and plus one in two of your choice. Nice. Like, yeah. Holy moly. Um, I think fourth edition did a lot better with half elf. Yeah. Because if I remember correctly, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. It might have been a feat, which doesn't change much. Um, fourth edition had a lot of really cool half. Half-breed feats, like half-elf feats, mm-hmm. um, to accentuate ancestry. But uh, a dilettante, I believe, was a half-elf ability. Because all the racial... Everyone had a racial ability in 4th right. edition. Yeah. Because 4th edition was very like card-contained ability-based. Oh, yeah, I remember um, that. Cards for days. Yeah. Which are super helpful until they stop being helpful. Yep, we... We could do five podcasts on how to, <laughs> how, how to run 4th edition yeah, a little better. Because I love 4th edition. But 4th edition half-elf, their ability, I believe, was dilettante. And it allowed them to pick an at-will from any class. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do remember and that. And it had yeah. it as an encounter instead of an at-will. Well, mm-hmm. But that is way cooler. Because mm-hmm. you could be a wizard. And pick a fighter one, like right, anything right. you like, and half that, and it made half elves really good for multi-classing in fourth edition, which was a little overly complicated. But like that's cool. That speaks to versatility mm-hmm. without overcoming human the human features. Mm-hmm. In fifth edition, it's just like you're a better human that can see in the dark, right? <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Well, cool. Fuck humans, then. <laughs> right? Why would I be a human when I could be half? Because like, what do humans even get? <laughs> All right, let's take a look. Hold on. I'll save the page. Thank you. So, oh. humans. All right. Right, right there. Things, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's right here. Oh, okay. Ability S- score. Term. All yep. of them by one. The end. Yep. That's it. Oh, and you get an extra language. Woo! I'm not a fan of language rules in this game, anyways. I but think. also, like, you know, if you're if you're the half elf here, you get fucking dark vision, and you're half human. Then your humans can't fucking see shit. I hate. Sometimes I hate it when it's like, oh, you're in the dark cave. Oh, you're you can't That's really see word. that far. Well, I mean, it's okay. You just got to make sure you bring torches and stuff. Yeah, but at the same time, like some of the other players are like, really, dude. That's true. I can if, I can see you're fucking on my vision. If you're the only one without dark vision, it kind of feels bad. Yeah, I kind of feel bad. Um, here's what I like to do with humans in fifth edition. Although I don't think anyone ever plays human in my oh, games. Really? Um, not that. Well, not there's a like, the ones, human variant has like oh add one in any ability score 
and get a free feat. Yeah. Yep. No. So abilities. No. Plus one in all ability scores and a free feat. Give them both. Yeah. Humans literally get nothing. And plus plus one in all your oh, wait, ability wait. scores. Sorry, what did you say about it? You get what? The variant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's you get a you gain proficiency in one skill of your choice, and you gain one feat of your yeah. choice. Yeah. But we, but uh, only, oh, I thought you said it, that opposite. But it term. only gives you two ability score increases. Oh, that's what you were talking about. Okay. By one, and I'm like, mm, yeah. no. Mm. So like me, keep all your ability score increases and get a feat. Skip the skill part. Like, or we could play it up even more. I would give you that and increase one of the ability scores by two and one by one. That'd be dope. Like, yeah. feats are strong. No, they're not. They're, it, de- like, well, a couple, it depends. A it couple depends. are strong eventually if you have the right group and campaign. Like, there's not a lot of feats. Fifth edition doesn't have a lot of feats. feats yeah. Um, Especially since now what they did for 5th edition is you're giving up an ability score improvement to get a feat. Not everybody like plays that it that way. I hate it that way. Not everybody plays it that way, but, you There's know, There's not that's... enough strong feats for that. Yeah, exactly. And, like... I agree. I'm pretty sure Xanathar's Guide didn't include extra feats. Mm, I don't remember like, if it did. The feats kind of... So. like the poor stepchild of this edition. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, poor stepchild. Yeah. Uh... That's awful. <laughs> See, now the other the other weird thing about let's not talk about feats. We could get I yeah, could get on a spiel yeah. about how feats and ability score improvements work. We'll save that for a later podcast because there's <laughs> tweaks that I would do or could see doing yeah. in fifth edition um, because it's cooler. You want your players to be cool. Um, so half elves uh, were better in fourth edition. The end. Yeah, um, yeah. Even here, for you know, for half elves, uh, some just as a little snippet, you know, as a race, they have elven grace without elven aloofness, and human energy without human boorishness. Like half elves are the best. best. <laughs> the ant. <laughs> um, before we get into more half races, uh, half races are cool from an RP standpoint. Yeah, because. You can explore, like, people not liking you because you're half-elf, or people not liking you because you're half-human, or people making assumptions about you because you have pointy ears. Um, Right. You can play some pretty cool... You can do some pretty fun stuff with the half-races. like, But you can play it the other way, too. Like, you know, if your whole group has no humans and you go into a human settlement, but you're a half-elf, like... Maybe you could ingratiate yourself with the the common folk better. Yeah. Um, or if you, like you're a party with like two dwarves, a dragonborn, and a half elf, like, and you need to go through an elf city. Hey, you don't have an elf, but you know. You could try to pull something off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they don't all have to be like negative reactions yeah. because you're an elf. You know. Like, you might look human, but then you can, like, brush your hair back and be like, no, I'm half-elf, and they'll be like, well, finally, there's some, like, it's only half of you, but there's some civility here. Yeah, right. Because elves are dicks. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah. If you play them that way. But, like, you can boost the positive effects, too. Mm -hmm. But I like, like, being half and half has some fun diversity things. 
Yeah. Which also... And situational things, yeah. which I, I enjoy. And then mechanically we can create some fun stuff, but that's that's later. Um, Half-orc. Half-orc, man, yeah. I, I, I don't because play them very often, but I like them. I, do. I like half-orcs, but I also don't. Because half-orcs are essentially orcs mm-hmm. that it's okay to be. Yeah, but I, I I like I like some of the things that they get. Yeah, though, like know? and I'm okay with half orcs, <laughs> but like we're in the fifth edition of D and D. D and D's been out for a long time now. It's 2018, but half orcs are still orcs that it's okay to be. Right. Again, I've Come never played. I've never. Why play can't one. we just play an orc? Yeah, right. Like, put orc there too. Yeah, like, and I get like orcs are supposed to be like barbarian nomads and stuff, and I guess. Does Volo Guide have orcs? As oh, a, I, I don't think it has orc as a full like, think so. cha- yeah, like no. chapter, but I think they include what you would the stats you would you use. use. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure that that's that, why I like Volo's correct. Guide. I like Volo's Guide because it's got a lot of stats for things that are evil. Mm-hmm. Big air quotes. Um, because I don't like. I'm not a fan that they went back to that trope. I liked when they were experimenting in fourth edition cosmologically with the idea that no. These races aren't just evil. Right. Like, and I don't think you had to go back to them just being evil. No. I don't think you had to. I don't yeah. I don't think D D players are that. And again, I, I've never really seen I just wish half orc wasn't just like, here's a bunch of orc abilities. Right. I've never really seen anybody play one. And I've never played a half orc. You know. Right. You know, or an orc for that matter, you know. But I think that they do get some cool stuff. I definitely I agree that it could be different. a connotation that, like... Better. It's because they're so treated like orcs, there's a connotation there that you have to be a stupid barbarian. Right, right. Fuck that. You could be a half-orc wizard and the smartest one in your group. Right. You're half-human. You probably grew up with humans. Right. But that's the other thing. That's the, that's the thing I don't like. It's like, half-elf, it's like, you're a better human. Half-orc, it's like, you're an orc. Yeah, you're you're you're... An awful version of orc. <laughs> you're, you're not as good. <laughs> you're an orc that people won't kill on sight. Like, Congrats. <laughs> it's, like, it's not the best. Yeah. It, the presentation of it is not ideal. Because, like, you're, get... you get menacing and savage attack. Like, even the names of your abilities are like... <laughs> I pick things up, I put them down. <laughs> the other thing is, like... Relentless endurance. You, There's you know, just a lot of vision. connotations that come with the half orc race that I'm yeah. not a fan of. That like they've they've pulled connotations away from Dragonborn and Tiefling. Yeah, but they're just still fully here. Like even the names. There's no human names listed. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure in fifth edition they've gotten a lot better about things. I'm sure it says half orcs can grow up with humans and you can give them any right. name from the human list based on where they live. I think it'd be great. Like, what's your name? Uh, Claire. <laughs> Although, to, give the, to be a little nicer, it it does say half-orc names, and then the names that they list are listed as orc names, so yep. I guess that's fair that it's not half-orc names, right? because that would just be even ruder. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I just... You get strength and con, too, so, like, a lot of people, I feel like, would assume that it's just like, oh, well, you're the yeah, barbarian type. I think they're type. just a little too orcish. Yeah. Again, I, I, they intrigue me. I've just never played one. So, I can't yeah. really, you know? Like, but I, I agree. I think, like, you've got half-orc, why not? And you've got elf and then half-elf, why not just make it an orc? Like, why can't you just have that in there? Yeah. You know? 
Because it's like it's kind of tradition at this point. I guess half, I think half orc should be the next one they like in the next player's handbook. Which honestly, because fifth edition is good, I hope we don't see anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But like rework half orc a little bit, like mm-hmm. pull them away from being PC orcs, <laughs> <laughs> right? PC in more than one meaning of that acronym. <laughs> I don't know. Play it at your table differently. Yeah. Like, don't don't let people be discouraged from playing a half-orc just because they are orcs, mechanically. Yeah. And allow them yeah. to be, you know, also, the smart one of the group guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, have some kobolds in your party. Yep. Let your friends have a goblin NPC. Perfect. <laughs> uh, next, you want to talk about uh, Dragonborn? Dragonborn? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dragonborn are not half-dragons. Correct. But they're pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragonborn have evolved a lot over the past few editions. In third edition, yeah. they were in some random supplement. Because there, there were so many supplements in third edition. Um, races of the Dragon, I think. Or... There's a different book. There were a lot of races of, like, the races of the wild, where they featured, like, elves... And then, like, Avorials, which are winged elves, and mm-hmm. sea elves, and, like, I don't know if they were tabaxi them, but, like, a cat race. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't, maybe it was races of scale? I don't remember. Um, One of those people. I would have to dig through my archives. But, and then, because they didn't want them to be, um, for those of you who have read them or know about the Dragonlance. Yeah. Dragonkin. Yep. Because those, as far as I know, I haven't read them, but I guess they were like, one, they're super evil. They, from what I've heard, they were basically like demons. Yeah. But that's like what I, yeah. dragon people demons, because I guess like if you killed one, it might melt to acid after, like when it died. No like, biggie. Yeah. Weird stuff. Um, so you, they didn't want those. They yeah. Wanted, they didn't like, want that association. Um, like Dragonborn were like, or Dragonkin, I guess mm-hmm. they were called in the third edition, were really weird. Because, like, it was, like, ritualized, and, like, you were in an egg, or eventually you became it, if you, like, were... I don't know. <laughs> it's just all confusing. <laughs> but in fourth edition, they were like, yo, let's let's do Dragonborn up and make them one of our, like, new new, mm-hmm. new IP races. Yeah. And we give them a whole backstory, and, like, they fought Tieflings. It's also when they made Tieflings a big thing and a standard race. Right. Um... The one thing I didn't like about 4th edition was that they took out some of the classic races from the first book. And replaced them. But I get it. Like, the first book is the thickness of a book, and you couldn't fit all of it. It had to be the player's handbook, too. Like, mm-hmm. Gnome's not in the first book, but Tiefling is. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that. But, like, Dragonborn are... They're, they're a dragon class. They're not a half-breed, but they're, they're equivalent. Yeah. Because you're playing a big dragon man who breathes fire, or a right? big dragon woman who breathes lightning. Yeah. And I like the fact that, you know, in terms of, for Dragonborn, like, it, strength and charisma are the ability scores that you get uh, improvements on. Uh, for for them, they've got the Draconic Ancestry, I think is really cool. You can play that up. That's, that's interesting story-wise. Mm-hmm. And Breath Weapon. It doesn't have to be fire, but, you know, Breath Weapon, like you mentioned. So, and, and they've damage done a, resistance. <laughs> yeah, they've also done it up so that, like, 
a lot of people play your scales are the same color as your ancestry. Yeah. Which is fun. Um, but you don't have to. Yeah, no. Like, the, the, I'm pretty sure they specifically say that, you, like, you don't... Like, if you're breathing lightning, you don't have to have blue or, what is it, brass scales. Like, you can have yeah. green scales. Yeah, lightning is blue, typically. Um, so, you can have fun with that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's copper that does lightning. Uh, there's a good dragon color. Oh, you're talking about good. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I, I um, just know. Lightning. Blue. <laughs> bronze. That's right. It's on the table. Look at the table, people. Yeah. When it's in front of your face. Or don't. Like or, I didn't. Or don't. <laughs> I was looking at other things on this page. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, so, like, Dragonborn are fun because they're not quite a half... Like, they're a good example of, like, something that was kind of half-breedish that they took and made their own thing. So, like, Dragonborn are very... They're very paladin-esque. They're very haughty. Um... They're their own thing now, though. Yeah, which I Make like. Make half-orcs unique. Mm-hmm. Um, tieflings are also... They're kind of like Dragonborn. They're not half-devils anymore. They nope. have a standard look, for the most part. Yeah. Which include... A tail. Horns. Horns. Strange-colored eyes and skin. Yep. Sometimes hooves. Lots of people like to go with the hooves, still. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure the art standardly does... Those hooves or no? Shoes? There's their shoes. She's got she's got boots on. In um, yeah, you don't. Have At to least go for this particular fifth edition drawing, um, rendering as you if you will. And tieflings are cool because they have like some devilish abilities. Um, right, which but makes they're sense. not they're not like oh you're a devil like you mm-hmm. already look like a devil like hellish rebuke is definitely like oh you're a devil like you yeah. light someone on fire when they hit you. Right. But, like, thaumaturgy. Yeah, as a cantrip. Like, so, clerics get thaumaturgy, so it just depends yeah. how you use it. You don't mm-hmm. have, like, to be creepy about it. Right, and especially, you know, it depends on what uh, class you want to do, mm-hmm. too, in in terms of, oh, I'm going to be a tiefling. You know, it could be cleric. Why, yeah. why the fuck not? <laughs> uh, ability score improvement for tiefling is their intel and their charisma for this. Um, dark vision, like most of the others, and Infernal Legacy, which gives you the thaumaturgy, excuse me, and, uh, the Hellish Rebuke, but it also gives you some things when you get into higher levels, like 5th level darkness spell. Yeah. So, it's good, Um, it's good. And, since we're talking on tieflings, I don't think there's any more in the book, Uh, but Volo's Guide has the opposite, the opposite of tiefling, which is, um... I think it's it's pronounced Asimar or Asimar. There's two A's. Asimar. I don't know. Um, which is essentially celestial born, but they're still kind of they're not as well developed as the team yeah, no, lore wise. Um, which is I liked divas in fourth edition, yeah, which were them. the equivalent. And I think Asimar needs to actually. Asmar kind of has taken a note from 4th edition divas. Um, yep. They, they don't reincarnate like divas are said to do. Like, the diva ability is based on you've had a previous life. Right. Um, but they're, one of the diva, or one of the Asimar types is just like the fallen diva monsters. Yes, in fourth it is, edition. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, so Asimars are cool. Um... There's no rules for them in 5th edition yet, but you also got Half Dwarves. Yep. Mole from Athos, Dark Sun. Mm-hmm. The Mole were Half Dwarves. 
Um, we do have half giants. Yep. In Goliaths. See, even half giants. Like, right? instead of going like, oh, you're a half giant and make you this big, dumb, ogre looking guy. <sighs> it's now like a whole race of, they call them Goliaths and they have their own thing. Yeah. But you can also use it to be a half giant. Yeah. Without just... Without playing that know, dumb without, character. Yeah, without <laughs> being, like, buried in, well, where did you come from? Hulk smash. <laughs> well, that's the other thing that I have a problem with. It's like, I like the way tieflings are, like, a race that is descended from an infernal pact. Yeah, I like that, too. Um, I'm like, not... I, 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 Again, with, with Tiefling, though, a part of me just never really... Ne for new players, definitely no. I don't let them play it because there's this whole background to it. It even says on that one specific section for Tiefling, like, mutual mistrust. Nobody, like, I don't... There's not going to be tension in the party to start with. You know what I mean? And you yeah, can... Yeah, it you depends can, on the player. Yes, it does. And as new players, like, we're not going to try that yet. Like, try something else. Give it a shot. See how you like it. Like, I would let a new player play a Tiefling. You would? I wouldn't... I, 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 wouldn't, I, I, I would I steer a new player away from Tiefling Archdevil Warlock. Right. Like, and then you just know that they're just gonna be too cliche okay. mm -hmm. to start to understand what the game's about. And that's something, too, like, I maybe I just said, like, you said, yes, you would. So far, I never have, because any time, like, as you do DMing more, you, you get a sense of, like, and and you know the people you're playing with, hopefully, you're your friends. You're a cliche lover. Yeah, or, 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 like, you know... I just don't think it's gonna mesh with the party well, cause like, as a, as a, uh, new player, sometimes you get that sense, like, oh yeah, like, you know, especially if they're saying shit like, oh, I'm gonna be so badass, and like, I have all this self-fire, and like, I just mistrust all, like, you know, cause you get that, that sense that's sometimes. That's the sentence, yeah. that's the sentence you gotta watch out for. Like, oh, I'm gonna be shady, or like, mm, we're so not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I, see, I would let people, but I, like, I'd be like, no, you're not going to do that. Like, they're like, oh, I want to be a half-orc barbarian. It's like, okay, but you're not going to murder everything and rage all the time. Okay. Mm -hmm. But, no, no. That's goal play a, a hack-and-slash game. game. Mm -hmm. Like, exactly, yeah. playing D&D, you can be a half-orc barbarian Yeah. if you aren't, you know, the cliche from a video game. Like, we are all playing this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need you not to get angry at the bar and murder right, everybody. everybody. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, I just for some of the newer campaigns that I've run, it's just I it's I've gotten the feeling that it would be bad, so I just yeah, don't. Like, I just don't do it. I know I've played games where people have murdered someone in a bar, on accident even. Mm -hmm. I mean, accidents happen. Bad rules. Um, shitty rules are shitty people. <laughs> Or they're really good. Oh, that's true, too. I'm talking about the poor soul that yeah. died. <laughs> um, and it's just like... But if you're gonna, like, get into a bar fight and kill somebody and then go... I'm, it's not my fault I'm a half-orc barbarian. No. Yeah. You you are the type of person who I'm not allowing to play in half-orc barbarian. You are going to start taking fun away if you do things and then blame it on the racing, racing class, class you picked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that goes with any class combination, like sure, it's valid. No, <laughs> yeah, no. just just no, okay. <laughs> like yeah, like just, if you want to play, stop if it. you want to play a thief, 
but you try to pickpocket every noble and guard you see just to be an ass and try to get the party in trouble? No. Yeah, exactly. If you're the ranger and you just scout ahead without talking to the party and then don't report back, no, stop. <laughs> stop. Uh, this is a game for everybody. This is a group you, effort. Yeah. This is a team game. <laughs> Jesus. Go play solitaire. Right? <laughs> Um, You'll get into way less trouble. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's some people can be directed away from doing stuff like that. But yeah, some people do benefit from being like, play something, not you. Yeah. Play, play. Oh, you want to be the raging orc barbarian? No. Why don't you play a dwarf wizard? Ooh, That's wizard. weird. How are you, how are you going to cliche that? Yeah. That ain't cliche. <laughs> <laughs> not my table. <laughs> Sometimes you have to do that. I just, you know, again, I haven't run into the instance where it's like, yeah, you could be a tiefling. It'll work out fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know? See, but that's the thing. That's the thing I don't like about half-orcs most. Like, at least tieflings have, like, a lore thing to, yeah. to draw from beyond, like, yes, they're suspicious and stuff. But there's, there's more there. Yeah. There's layers. <laughs> and, like, now Goliath, half-giant. Yeah. You have some lore there. But half-orc is still half-orc. And, like, I feel like you need either... I don't know. Like, I, it's... The backstories that get you to half-orc mm -hmm. are not all great. <laughs> That's true. Especially if you're continuing to assume that all orcs are evil, pillaging monsters. Right. Uh, all right. Cool. I don't think we need to talk about where you get a half work from that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I don't like. There's no like. And if that's the only type of works you have, I wouldn't want to play a half work either. Right, I don't, I don't right. want that background. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd much <laughs> like, but Eberron, mm -hmm. Eberron's the perfect example of a setting that did away with something like that mm -hmm. because not all orcs were like that. No, they weren't. And there's orcs and humans living together and farming mm -hmm. and plenty of half-orcs. Orcs were a normal race. Mm -hmm. There's no reason not to. <laughs> right. Which is why, like... I love the flabbergasted look you just had. Like, <laughs> just, like I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I got it... Like, I, and I didn't think about it when I was 14 and I started playing this game. But, like, when you play D&D from 14 to 30, like... There's no point in that anymore. anymore. Like, yeah. why is that true? <laughs> right, right. You question these things, but it's like in our Pathfinder campaign. Yeah. And it wasn't planned this way. I was like, oh, you guys are going down the road with um, a whole wagon full of supplies because you're going to be gone for a long time. Yep. You're going to get ambushed by goblins. Mm -hmm. It's a good low level encounter, and like this whole region is super spooky. So yeah. goblins are desperate for supplies. Mm -hmm. Cool. And you captured one instead of killing him. Yeah. And immediately, when Al started talking to him, I was like, I need a reason. I, like, I think it was me, actually. I started talking to okay. him. Yeah, because yeah, I was the only one who it. spoke yeah. off. <laughs> Al was speaking. You were speaking, speaking to, to him. him. Yeah. Uh, what do you want me to say? Okay. <laughs> but immediately, I was like, well, they need a reason. And I just spat out that you know, the, the humans don't leave the goblins any land to farm. 
There, there's nowhere for them to go. No. This mm-hmm. is all they can do. They wander around and, and take like, what they have they to. They don't know anything, anything else. else. Yeah. And, and immediately, all you guys felt bad for him. <laughs> and you felt bad that you, like, killed everyone. Oh, like, and a few got away, though. A few did get away, I think. No? I don't think so. Oh, no, he was talking about, because he, like, they were a little group of a, that, of a, a bigger, bigger tribe. tribe, yeah. But, like, immediately you guys, like, felt bad, and it's like, because that's... So goblins aren't the smartest of people. Braces, but, yeah. like, they're not really allowed to become smart. Yeah. Orcs and hobgoblins subjugate them. Yeah. And they aren't given any room to farm. Like, if yeah. if a goblin community popped up... Right. <laughs> like, at the edge of a mountain, like, yeah. there's no no people there. Mm-hmm. And they started farming. Mm-hmm. People would... In your classic fantasy setting, okay. a king would put a bounty on goblin heads. heads. Yeah. Because... There's goblins scurrying about in the open up there. That's dangerous. Yeah. It's just the... It's racist as fuck. (laughs) Glad you said it, because I was on the verge. (laughs) But I think we should challenge that. Yeah. And I think it's... And it's super easy to challenge that from the Monster Manual, but I think Half-Orc is, like, the weakest link of the player's handbook side that doesn't bother challenging that enough. Yeah. I would agree. I, like... I I mean, I was super excited to have... uh, our little goblin friend, Cop Talk. Cop Talk's the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cop Talk. <laughs> and then he got smarter. Ah, stories for a later time. Also, Magic sh- item made him a little smarter. Yeah. Yeah. Also, shameless plug, you should be reading the chapters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can meet Cop Talk. Yeah, you can Chapter meet Chapter five? Uh, six? I somewhere in there? Somewhere in there, yeah. Somewhere in there. Read the chapters. Uh, no, after six. It was after six. I should probably add there. the most recent chapter to, like... The actual tab. Yeah, where you can previous next it. Because yeah. I haven't done that yet. Oh, you should. I should. Anywho, shameless plug, though. Look it up. Read um, it. Read it. Get yeah, it. so half-breeds can be a lot of fun. And they can also, obviously, as we've gone on tangents, be a point of uh, questioning Yeah. the societal assumptions of your classic fantasy setting. Mm-hmm. So, before we wrap up, what are the some of the half Breeds that you are okay. thinking of. <laughs> so, mostly, um, tiefling. Okay. Uh, you, like, t- uh, okay. <laughs> Let's start simpler. Here we go. Half-elf, okay? Yeah. They're very elfy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got, like, very versed, like, let you pick stuff, because you're part human. Yeah. But I think you could easily create half-wood elf, who you know, gets a proficiency in this skill and maybe, like, proficiency in survival instead mm-hmm. of choose to. Yeah. And some, one like, the ability to hide like a wood elf if right. there's natural surroundings. Because you're half wood elf. Mm-hmm. Why, Why not? not? Mm-hmm. If you grow up with wood elves, you'd be trained to do that yeah. and probably naturally predilect, predicated towards it. Yeah. Um, half high elf. Mm-hmm. Get a cantrip. Right, yeah. And training in Arcana. Because, yes. The end. Like, it, it's not super complicated. No. Um, but there you go. It's a, li- like, it's a little more derived. Your ancestry is a little more derived. And then if you have other types of elves, you can add those in. Instead of just being, like, generic half elf. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, here you go. Oh, orcs <laughs> would super benefit from that. I'd like to see, like, what are desert orcs like? What are, yeah. like... 
tundra orcs. Like, there probably aren't tundra orcs because Goliath have that territory. Right, but, yeah. Uh, and you Whatever there could be, have, though. like, two full nomadic... Half-orc, half-Goliath. Bum, bum, bum. See? That would be cool. That like, just cool. tundra clans of yeah. Goliath and orc, orc who aren't inherently evil, and some, like, weaker tribes have come together Another? and you got, like, half-orc Goliaths. Yeah. Those would be badass. Just saying. Um, Somebody get on that. <laughs> uh, let's see. My train of thought has derailed. <laughs> yep, yep. I was talking about half-elves. Uh, half-dwarf. Like, you get the Dark Sun one, but you could easily do like a, a regular... Well, the, But the Dark Sun one is very specific to Dark Sun. It is, yes. Um, but I, I, I do, I do yeah, like it. Yeah, it's cool. So, like, you could have, like, a half-shield dwarf. Half hill dwarf, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, boom! It like just pull some stuff from it. Like it's not hard to create a half race. You kind of yeah. just pull a little bit from both. Yeah. Give it a good mix, and there you go. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Well, it can be. It can yeah. Be fun. Uh, uh, but like, if you steer away from half elf, which is just like. Free to choose. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also a pointy ears. Yeah. I know it's not that simple, but essentially. <laughs> and better than humans. <laughs> it doesn't differentiate what elf type you came from. Like, you could even do half drow. Oh, yeah. That'd um, be great. But, like, because oh, given, cool. given the current, the, the, by the book rules, if you play at half drow, the only thing that would show you as half drow is what you look like. Right. Exactly. And you can flavor that how you want. Which is cool and all, but there's, like, you could give them something else that would make them a little more drow-esque, mm-hmm. mechanically. Uh, you could do all, you could do it with any combination you wanted. Yeah. Half dwarf, half gnome. Oh, that'd be crazy, Great. Uh, half dragonborn. Mm-hmm. Um, anything. Um... You were talking about tiefling in the beginning. So yeah, so that bring so we'll go back to tieflings. Tieflings used to be essentially half devil, half demon, right? Right. right. Um, and they've kind of been homogenized into a race that whose ancestors made a pact with uh, Asmodeus. Yes. Uh, that's where all like the fire and horns and hooves come in. Like yeah. they look like Asmodeus because. That is who the pact... But there's lots of devils. Like, mm-hmm. devil princes. Um, or demon lords. You could make right, demon right. tieflings. And I think there's an Unearthed Arcana that has some variants. Um, which give you different... Something other than Hellish Rebuke, I think. Okay. But I think you could go further. Because, like, a lot of the old school tieflings didn't have a standardized look. Like, some might have an extra large arm with claws, or, like, weird devil eyes, you know? Yeah. Um, or the classic hooves. Mm-hmm. And someone, Which I, I think is... Someone fun. mentioned on yeah. Twitter the other day, they're like, oh, you know, I just, I really want a variant tiefling with hooves so I can kick people. Yeah! And I was like, that's super easy. Mm-hmm. Hellish Rebuke. Rebuke? <laughs> Hellish Rebuke, but bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reactionary Done. kick instead Done. of fire. Done. Boom. That'd be so cool. Uh, but there's a lot, uh, with something like tiefling, there's a lot of that kind of thing you do. 
And one we actually probably should have talked about, Janassi. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, yes. Which completely forgot are about that. essentially, but much like Tiefling has been developed out of half-devil, mm-hmm. yep. Janassi have been developed out of half-genie. Right. And you in you have your classic water, earth, fire. fire. Um, air. Air. What are the elements? <laughs> um, but fourth edition... Heart is heart. Like, <laughs> no. Or heart. You're um, important, though, heart. <laughs> go. You summon Captain Planet. Um, in fourth edition, I love the way fourth edition did Genasi because fourth edition was big on like the, the elemental planes being this right. huge primordial that. chaos yeah. of all of them mashed together. Um... But the other thing that 4th edition did, which was really cool, is that was part of the, like, connected to the abyss. Like, the abyss was, like, a cancerous pit in the center of the primordial chaos. But that means that Genasi, which were elemental born, Mm -hmm. as Genasi, they're not half genies, um, but you can easily use them to create a half genie character. Right, exactly. Like, just don't make them look the same. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Just make them look more human. Done. Uh, but 4th edition had, like, t- I think they called them Tainted Genasi. Oh, yeah! And there was one that was, like, kind of acid-based. And yeah. one that was kind of, like, smoke-based. But, like, so cool. those are elementally derived, too. And, I, like, a Mud Genasi or uh, a Lightning Genasi or, like, a Cold Genasi, like, yeah. a, like a Tundra Genasi, like... Look in the old third edition planar handbooks for the para-elementals, like magma, where you get, like, the mixes and, like, yeah. if we mix these two elementals, elementals what, together, what do yeah. we get? <laughs> That's still an elemental. Acid. Like, acid yeah. is always associated with earth, but it's obviously not rock. So, right. like, an acid genasi would be really cool. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take much to tweak. No, it doesn't. If, like, if I was and- going to do acid, I would do, like, water. Mm-hmm. And, like, take one of their powers away and, like, make them be able to, like, burn people with acid or something. Like, yeah. So cool. That's something that I did want to point out, too. Like, if you are unsure how to change any of those things, get on some of the guilds and ask around or Twitter. Like, that's a great resource if you're not unsure how to tweak it and make it work mechanics or rule-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, somebody who's a new DM or a new player or or both... I'm trying to figure it out. You know, you want to make it cool. You want to make your character interesting. And and you have this great idea. And you're not sure how to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes it's just a simple, simple yeah. tweak. I've, and it'll work. I've so. tried to write a lot on reskinning. Yeah. And there's, like, there's two ways you can do it. You can do it, like, if you want to make a half genie. Yeah. Just a reskin. Take a genasi. Make it look like a genie. You know, a half A half-human... Like, very beautiful, like, maybe pointed ears, maybe maybe. something else. Mm -hmm. Instead of looking like an element. Right. Like the Genasi do. Like, fiery red skin and fire fire. If you want to be a half Ifrit, take the fire Genasi, just give yourself bronze skin and, like, red hair. Right. Boom. Reskin. That's it. Just the description. Or, go super simple with the reskin mechanically. And, like, tiefling. Uh, one of the easiest ways to do it, to manipulate tiefling. Um, or Asimar, especially, is they have... I 
think Asimar and Volo's guide still has it. Maybe it was the, the DM's guide version. They One of their abilities gives them a subset of spells that they can use. Mm-hmm. They can't increase the level, and they can't use them often, like once a day, except for, like, the cantrip. Like, take the cantrip, like, if it has a cantrip, take it out and give them a more appropriate cantrip. Right. If it's a level one spell, take it out and give them any other level one spell. Right. Like, the game is balanced enough that it won't overpower it. Right. As long as you stay in the same category. I was gonna, yeah, exactly. Like, if they give them, like, oh, but that's a warlock spell and this is a druid spell, so what? what? It's a racial matter. spell. Yeah. Just you do get it. it once a day mm-hmm. at that level. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but this is an attack instead of a utility spell. Okay, cool. That means they have less utility. That's that's a resource thing that they have to deal with. It's not yeah. gonna break the game. Yeah. Um, and then once you have practice with that, you can get complicated and, like, build abilities and stuff. Right. Because you'll you'll understand where the balance is. Right. But if you replace one for one, you can start learning how the mechanics are at least moderately balanced with each other. Exactly. Like, why is Web a level one spell and also Mel's Acid Arrow is a level one spell? Right. <laughs> why is Charm Person a level whatever spell and Charm Monster is another level spell? Like, there are easy you'll, you'll ways start to, to learn, but yeah. there are really easy ways. You just plug and play them. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to start. Reskinning yeah. these things. And again, if if you're unsure about that too, like I mentioned, you know, ask Twitter, you know, follow our, our <laughs> website, follow our pages, ask us. We're all more than happy to help. Another <laughs> another example for tiefling. Hellish Rebuke, if you want it to be a devil that doesn't focus on fire, just change the damage type. Right. Like I said That's for the kit. So kick. easy, yep, done. Like Hellish Rebuke, but lightning. Done. <laughs> it's lightning damage now, not fire. There yeah, um, and that, like, the only way that breaks is, is like, oh, it's it's Hellish Rebuke, but Psychic. And the only reason that sucks is be, well, mm. it doesn't suck. It's actually really yeah. good. Uh, because nothing's resistant to Psychic. It's, so that makes mm. it more powerful, but how much more powerful? Powerful, yeah. An average of two damage more powerful? Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. Early <laughs> levels, two damage yeah. matters, but nothing's really resistant to fire at early levels anyways. Anyway, yeah. Once you get to the higher levels, that two di- damage isn't going to make much of a difference. So really. don't worry about it. Yeah. Plug and play, people. Yeah. Plug and play. Or again, rule resources of, are out there. Also, rule you know? of cool. Yeah. It doesn't break the game. Rule of cool. Sometimes, even if it does break the game, rule of cool. Because <laughs> it's cool. Because it's cool and done. <laughs> we're, not gonna, we're, we're not going to spend too much time on that, people. It's cool. <laughs> we're, we're good. <laughs> Get with it. <laughs> All right. So I think that that's um, everything we wanted to really talk about in terms of yep. uh, horror and half-breeds yep. for this episode. Without just babbling on into an infinity. Yeah, which we could always do. Um, so really quickly, uh, some updates for all of you, Crowley. Uh, so, uh, patrons, you can expect the Untamed Forge to be back this month, which is, of course, March, uh, on the 15th. Hopefully it's on time. We'll have to schedule a day. (laughs) But you can expect it to be back this month. Um, I'm also going to be hopefully working on the PDF versions of the other ones to boost them to the new version with the cover and everything. Right. Patrons can also look forward to, in the coming weeks, the next reskin, uh, which is Yeti Goblins, which was voted for on Twitter. Dope. 
and which I'm gonna have fun making, <laughs> and also the next subclass, which I really still have no idea how I'm gonna build, the Hag Coven Wizard. Figure it out. Um, <laughs> figure it if out. you haven't seen it, go check out the Wendigo Barbarian Path. Um, I really like that, but I I need input. I don't know if it's too powerful or not powerful enough. Yeah, so take a look. Let us. I don't play barbarians at high levels, <laughs> right? Um, and lastly, and lastly, uh, hopefully, uh, the January reskin was Lovecraftian spells, and I am working on a PDF that will include actual mechanics for the reskins I did, some more reskins, and a handful of spells that I made up slash adapted from other rule systems of Cthulhu. Hopefully that'll be up for patrons very, very soon. Yeah. Uh, if you're not a patron, uh, a lot of this stuff, uh, the Ford you won't get, I'm sorry, think about coming a patron. <laughs> uh, the other stuff will already be out, so check out the website and see the reskin articles and the subclasses. Yeah. So that's going to wrap up this episode of The Untamed Rant, everyone. And as I said, be sure to check out the website. Uh, we have reviews every week, as well as reskins once a month, the subclasses once a month. I can't talk today, guys. Once <laughs> We're almost done. <laughs> once a month. Um, <laughs> dying. Uh, you can also check out the blog for other tips and tricks uh, and weekly articles about monsters and the Libris Monstrum or just resources to add to your bookshelf or bookmarks. Yeah. Um, we also really love what we're doing here, guys. We hope that you are enjoying it. And if you do and you'd like to help support us, please become a patron at www.patreon.com. You can search for The Wandering Alchemist there. Pledges from a dollar and up. It's going to give you early access to the podcast that we do. Um, this thing. You're yeah, listening to it. Yeah. Also, you get access to The Untamed Forge, which is which great. Is really cool. Um, and you're going to get um, the Cracks of the Rift book chapters uh, earlier than uh, anybody else, and that's based on our Pathfinder campaign. And you're going to get PDFs of stuff like the reskins and The Forge and all yep. of those, yeah. So definitely, if you, you know, again, we love it. If you do too, please help support us. And if you become a patron, I will also be sending you a welcome package, which includes a couple bracelets. Hell yeah. Uh, as well as a couple vinyl stickers that you can put on your computer uh, or your car. And they came out Kind of really too nice. big for the phone. Yeah. Although, phones are fucking huge now, so maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> Get one of the big phones. Like, <laughs> my hands are too small for those phones, so it doesn't fit on my phone. <laughs> but if it fits on yours, that's cool. Uh, you'll get those. Also, uh, giveaways. Yes, dice giveaways. And... Think about joining, because 10 more dollars a month, and we're going to start giving out uh, indie RPG books. Yeah. Um, Worth it. Because we want to spread the word of small indie authors like Orcs Unlimited, um, and also give you guys some more stuff. Yeah, because who doesn't like more things? Yeah. Right? Yeah. For get things. Become so- a patron. Get things. <laughs> get all the things. And we're already giving out two sets of dice a week. A week? No. No. Not a lies, week. lies. A month. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a future goal will be a week. Right? I can't talk. It's okay. Um, so yeah, if you want to contact us directly, questions, comments, or to invite us to uh, your horror game as you know tieflings or whatnot, uh, we I'll you know, play the monster. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, totes. Uh, use the contact information that's located on our website. We uh, you know welcome any feedback and all comments. All the time, please yeah. comments, feedback. <laughs> yeah, questions. <laughs> yeah. 
We dig it. Um, as always, I am the Untamed Scribe. And I am the Wandering Alchemist who can never speak properly. Perfection. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.